This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. night COVID chaos. First Fallon, then Myers, now James Corden. James Corden has just tested positive for COVID. Then COVID shuffle warning. Could shoveling snow trigger a heart attack if you've had COVID? And four kids watching TV. Then he smells something. Look what he sees when he opens the door. Plus, Sports Illustrated swimsuit model. Her stalker nightmare. How a creep planted this tracking device in her jacket. It was the scariest, scariest moment ever. Then, the dissolvable bathing suit prank. I got you. I got you. This dad had to use his baby to cover up. Don't drop our child. Plus, death of an icon. The nation pays tribute to our first black matinee idol. Hey. Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. The ranks of the COVID positive just keep getting bigger. 610,000 new COVID cases were reported in America in just the last 24 hours, and among them, TV's James Corden. He's just the latest late-night host to get COVID, as Seth Meyers and Jimmy Fallon also revealed this week that they, too, tested positive. Oh, no, not another one. James Corden has COVID, the third late-night host this week to test positive. First Fallon, then Myers, now Corden. The news was delivered by Corden's CBS buddy, Stephen Colbert. We just found out moments ago that uh, our colleague uh, at 1230, James Corden, has just tested positive for COVID. Corden's show will be off the air while he isolates at home. I'm fully vaccinated, boosted, and because of this, am fortunate enough to say I feel completely fine, he tweeted. The views Anna Navarro has also been hit with the virus. I am now uh, positive for COVID. I'm feeling no symptoms. I'm feeling uh, pretty good so far. She actually continued co-hosting the show from home. And Hugh Jackman is out of isolation. My first time outside in 10 days. The actor came down with COVID over the holidays, but is back on Broadway tonight, starring in The Music Man. So excited to get back to the theater. I'll be there later today. Meanwhile, CDC director Dr. Rochelle Walensky is really taking heat today. Criticism of the CDC and and Dr. Rochelle Walensky has really grown to a fever pitch. The embattled doctor took to the morning shows today, attempting to clear up the confusion over pandemic isolation guidelines. And she was pummeled. 
Your agency, you know this, is facing a lot of criticism. People said you've been confusing. Uh, any shortcomings you want to acknowledge? With all due respect, why is the guidance so confusing? The Today Show's Savannah Guthrie actually confronted her with mean tweets. Tweets like CDC now recommends eating straight off the floor. You know, it's amusing, but... Is there a larger credibility problem with your agency right now? We at the CDC are 12,000 people who are working 24-7 following the science with its ever-evolving nature in the midst of a really fast-moving pandemic. And if you've been struggling to have your voice heard while wearing a mask, the makers of this face covering just debuted at the Consumer Electronics Show think it will help. It's called the Razer Zephyr Pro. It comes with a built-in microphone and speakers, but being heard will cost you the mask. Sells for $150. Meantime, COVID seems to be affecting the big dig. Parts of the Northeast were hit with a fast-moving snowstorm overnight. Every year, there are injuries and heart attacks caused from shoveling snow. But this year, Les Trent reports officials are warning, if you've had COVID, maybe somebody else should do the job. A new warning about shoveling snow and the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, there have always been inherent dangers in shoveling, heart attacks, back issues, but now there's another one, COVID. People recovering from COVID, it is dangerous for them to be out shoveling snow. In particular, if they've gained weight, they're obese, they have respiratory issues secondary to COVID, and if they've really had an increase in their inactivity, leading to more risk of heart disease. My neighbor Frank, who told me he has recovered from COVID, was out with his shovel today. Have you thought about the risk? I have not. I'm in pretty good health, and uh, yeah, I figured, you know what, someone's got to remove the snow, so. Dr. Steven Reisman is a cardiologist who says if you must shovel, be careful. If you have to go out and you've had a history of COVID, just make sure that your lungs are, have good capacity and you have, don't have risk factors of heart disease, and then do it very slowly and make sure you warm up intermittently. It was a day of cleanup in the eastern half of the USA, made more difficult by spiraling COVID cases. In New York City, up to 25% of sanitation workers are out sick. The same issue is impacting Kentucky, this motorist found. This is the day that COVID crippled Louisville with a one inch snow. Supposedly 14% of our road crews out sick with COVID. Close to 12,000 people end up in the emergency room every year because of snow shoveling related injuries. Other news today, a little boy is being hailed a hero after discovering that his house was on fire and alerting his family to run to safety. Megan Alexander reports the child was watching TV with his siblings when he sprang into action. These kids watching TV don't know it yet, but there's danger in the air. Watches the eldest, nine-year-old Tristan Cook, smells smoke. He gets up and opens the door to the den. Look, the room is in flames. Tristan leaps into action. He's persistent. His sister zooms out on her hoverboard, and the other siblings run to safety, too. The whole family makes it out, but the house outside Nashville was destroyed. Everyone came out unscathed. I spoke to Tracy Cook and her quick-thinking son today. Tracy, did Tristan save your whole family? Yes, he's our little hero. He was so diligent about sticking with it and saying, Mom, 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 there's a fire. As for Tristan's family? Kiddos, what do you think about Tristan? Is he a hero? 
Yes, he is. The family lost virtually everything, but neighbors and friends are already stepping up to help them. It's estimated roughly seven and a half million people, most of them women, are victims of stalking every year. And there's a new way for stalkers to track them. The same Apple device that can help you find your stuff can be used by a stalker to find you. This model says it happened to her and it was terrifying. Here's Amber Cagliano. A beautiful Sports Illustrated swimsuit model is issuing a warning after she says somebody planted a tiny tracking device in her coat. It was the scariest, scariest moment ever. It's called an Apple AirTag and you can use it to find your lost keys or your lost wallet. You can attach it to pretty much anything and using the app on your phone, you could see where the missing item is at all times. But now creeps are using the device to track unsuspecting people. I had no idea that these existed until it happened to me. 25-year-old Brooks Nader says someone must have slipped the AirTag into her coat while she was out with friends at this restaurant bar in New York City. Once I was already on my walk home, halfway home, I got the notification that was like, this someone's tracking you and has been for a while. So I freaked out, obviously. The notification read, unknown accessory detected. This item has been moving with you for a while. The owner can see its location. Other women have also found themselves tormented by the Apple AirTag. So somebody put an AirTag on my car. This woman recently went viral after posting video of her searching her car for an AirTag device after being notified she was being tracked. Look. It's right here. Former Bachelor star Colton Underwood was accused by his ex-girlfriend Cassie Rudolph of using a similar device to track her after they broke up. Now this model who was featured in the 2021 Sports Illustrated issue wants to put out to the world that everyone should stay vigilant so this doesn't happen to you. Just check your belongings, check your surroundings. While people with an Apple iPhone will get an alert that they're being tracked, that does not happen for Android users. But Apple has released an app. It's called Track Detector. That'll allow everyone to get such notifications. An emotional day in court in Georgia today as members of Ahmed Arbery's family addressed the judge before he pronounced the sentence for the three men convicted of killing the black man who was jogging at the time. The loss of Ahmed has devastated me and my family. Raw emotion in court as the three convicted killers of Ahmaud Arbery are sentenced. The 25-year-old jogger's sister, Jasmine, gave a tearful victim impact statement. Ahmaud had a future that was taken from him in an instance of violence. His mother said she made a promise over Arbery's grave to fight for this day. Son, I love you as much today as I did today that you were born. During the trial, one defense attorney told the jury that Arbery's toenails were dirty. His mom had this to say. I wish he would have cut and cleaned his toenails before he went out for that jock that day. I guess he would have if he knew he would be murdered. Arbery was jogging through a neighborhood in Brunswick, Georgia, when he stopped to explore a house under construction. Three men chased him in a pickup truck, claiming they suspected he was a burglar. Defense attorneys asked for mercy. The urge to seek vengeance is strong and understandable in the family. Lord knows if I was in their position, I would be seeking the same thing. But vengeance is not the foundation of sentencing. 
redemption is. The judge actually sat in total silence for a full minute to represent just a quarter of the time Aubrey was being chased. 35-year-old Travis McMichael, who fired the fatal shot, showed no emotion as he heard he was getting the maximum. Malice murder, life without the possibility of parole. His 66-year-old father, Gregory McMichael, heard the same fate. Felony murder, life without the possibility of parole. But the judge showed a small measure of mercy to 52-year-old William Bryan, who shot the video that became key evidence. Life with the possibility of parole. But he will serve a minimum of 30 years. Aubrey's father also said that he prays no one has to bury a child as he did because no one knows that much pain. The world lost a trailblazer today. Sidney Poitier, the first black performer to win a Best Actor Oscar in a leading role, died at his home in Los Angeles. He was 94. Jim Murray looks back at his life and career. He was a Hollywood icon, a trailblazer who made history as the first black man to win a Best Actor Oscar. The winner is Sidney Poitier. Poitier was raised in the Bahamas and moved to the U.S. when he was 15 years old. He worked as a dishwasher in New York City before getting his first acting break. When he made it big, he moved to Hollywood. The Beverly Hills mansion behind me is where Poitier lived for the last 20 years. Hey, Miller. As a young man, he made a big splash playing a juvenile delinquent in the classic Blackboard Jungle. Or maybe you'd like to take a walk down to the principal's office right now with me. Is that what you want? You holding all the cards, Chief? Then came his Oscar-winning role in the inspirational 1964 film, Lilies of the Field. My skin is black. <laughs> his greatest professional year was 1967, when he starred in three of the biggest hits of the year. This is John. Apprentice. Guess Who's Coming to Dinner explored the then-taboo topic of interracial relationships. He more than held his own with the legendary Catherine Hepburn and Spencer Tracy. In To Sir With Love, he played a teacher in a troubled school in England. To Sir With Love. And then, In the Heat of the Night in which he played a Philadelphia detective who finds himself dealing with racial injustice in the Deep South. What do they call you up there? They call me Mr. Tibbs. He came into Hollywood at a time where white producers were running the business and not allowing black talent to have their moment or have a, a place in the entertainment field, and he broke down walls and barriers for so many to come after him. Poitier fought for civil rights. He was in Washington for Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech. Lord Lancaster, Sidney Poitier, Harry Belafonte, Charlton Heston. Over the years, Poitier was recognized for his role in history, an honorary Oscar in 2002, and a Medal of Freedom from President Barack Obama in 2009. Ben Mankiewicz is the host of Turner Classic Movies. The profound racism that existed in Hollywood meant that although Sidney Poitier succeeded, no other leading black actor succeeded. It's not enough to say he, he opened doors. He knocked the whole building down, and he did it alone. Sidney Poitier is survived by his wife and six daughters. 
Next, Betty White's final days. Straight from her close friend and agent. Did Betty White in fact have a booster shot? Then, the dissolvable bathing suit prank. Where did you buy these? This dad had to use his baby to cover up. Don't drop our child! A minute into being into the water, it started to feel looser. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Graduation is a sweet occasion, but finding the perfect gift can be a bitter struggle. MMS.com has a solution personalized M&Ms. Just imagine the look on your grad's face when they receive a custom candy creation featuring their school's colors, name, and even their photo printed right on some M&Ms. It's a thoughtful way to celebrate their accomplishments and make the occasion even more special. Visit MMS.com to create your own personalized gifts and party favors for graduations, weddings, birthdays, and more. That's MMS.com. Use code WONDERY to receive 15% off your next order. Betty White never wanted people to make a fuss over her, and that included in death. Jim Murray spoke with her longtime agent about her final days. We're learning new information about the final days of Betty White, straight from the man who knew her best, longtime friend and agent, Jeff Witches. How were Betty White's spirits in the last month or so? I've never seen Betty's spirits ever down. We had great conversation. Her mind was, you know, relatively sharp. Her sense of humor was there. Cheesecake, Rose? Let's taste it and find out. The beloved Golden Girl died New Year's Eve of natural causes at age 99. An inaccurate social media post claimed the TV legend died after getting a COVID booster shot. You set the record straight saying she did not die as a result of her booster. Did Betty White, in fact, have a booster shot? No. Betty never had a booster shot. That's because he says Betty was living in a COVID bubble and had very few visitors. For Approximately a couple years, Betty never left her home. And those who entered were very few. Everyone wanted to keep her healthy. He says her daily routine was simple. I think it was, you know, a little bland. You know, she she read a lot. She played puzzles. Whenever I went over, we used to play gin rummy, which we loved to play with each other. He also confirms there will be no public memorial. Betty never wanted it. She did not want people to change their schedules, go out of their way for her. Today, Betty's 1983 appearance on The Tonight Show with guest host Joan Rivers is going viral as the two exchanged funny barbs over competing magazine covers. Joan Rivers is glamorous on the cover of People, while Betty poses with a dog for Kennel Review magazine. You're on a cover. Not a major publication, but nonetheless... Not a major publication. I'm in good company. Not out there by myself, lying there saying, Hi, I'm just a kid. <laughs> it's funny because people wanted me topless, but I said no. And oh, weren't you? I it's so hard to tell. <laughs> the viral clip, now 40 years old, further proof that Betty's comedy lives on. I miss them both. When we come back, the disappearing bathing suit prank... 
What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, this prank is really embarrassing. (laughs) They're the pranks being seen around the world. Where did you buy these? Guys being tricked into wearing swim trunks that dissolve in the water. Watch as this unsuspecting dude runs into the ocean with his family, not realizing the swim shorts his sister just gave him as a gift were to dissolve in just three minutes. At first, he doesn't realize he's been pranked, but it finally dawned on him after his mischievous sister couldn't stop laughing. Erin Mansour pranked her husband, Chris, when she had him wear the shorts for a water aerobics video. The stunt got them suspended from their community swimming pool for 90 days. I need shorts. This guy was pranked by his wife. He had to use their baby to cover up. Don't drop our child. And the shorts worked better than I was anticipating. Rachel Flom convinced her husband, Jordan, to take a dip in the pool with the new trunks. About a minute into being into the water, it started to feel looser, but they were smart in that they gave me the baby so I didn't have the hands to just check out what was going on. (laughs) Naughty, naughty. When we come back, a sledding mishap. Oops. It's the first run. Oh no, the inflatable sled pops and they can't stop laughing. What do you expect? The sled costs just one dollar. Thanks for watching. See you soon. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.